From the Colorado League studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Great chat for you this morning. We're going to be talking with April Page and Adam Tannenbaum of the Check-In Foundation. April, Adam, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. (laughs) Now, April, tell us exactly what the Check-In Foundation is. The Check-In Foundation is um, a suicide and CTE foundation um, within the mountain bike and sporting communities and um, located in Arvada, Colorado. Now, Adam, what exactly is the purpose of the Check-In Foundation and why that relationship specifically with mountain bikes? The purpose of Check-In Foundation is really to increase uh, awareness, uh, uh, provide education, and a connection to resources for people experiencing um, issues related to mental health um, and suicide, people who are further at risk and um, uh, people who are already experiencing um, suicidal ideation, significant depression, and other mental health issues. Uh, the reason specifically we have this partnership is that uh, CTE, continuous, continuous Traumatic Encephalopathy, um, which is common in action sports, can lead to deterioration of our, the neurons in our brains, which further uh, puts us at risk for associated mental health issues, um, such as uh, depression, anxiety, uh, suicide, and other mental illnesses. Now, April, when I think of riding a bike, it's really to kind of clear some of those negative emotions yeah. and things like that. What, do you see that there is a, a beneficial relationship between the two? Absolutely. I mean, anything that with um, depression, um, any kind of mental health issues that somebody may be experiencing getting outside um, is something that we definitely promote. Um, it's It's been proven that being outside in the nature, um, if you're exercising, if that's hiking or riding a bike or skiing or snowboarding, all those have beneficial factors to how a person um, is feeling, you know, energy-wise, um, the, the brain levels of the serotonins in the brain. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely beneficial to, to get outside. So that's why we, we um, encourage that. Now, Adam, does the Check-In Foundation provide any counseling or, or people for those that are feeling some uh, suicidal feelings to get some type of support. We do indeed. Uh, myself, uh, being a mental health professional and a licensed clinical social worker, um, we're able to meet with uh, people individually, with their families, with their with their friends in the community, as well as get people connected to other providers within the community whether they're in a major city or even in more rural communities, which is uh, a significant barrier to accessing treatment, Check-In Foundation can help provide those connections as well as help people understand where the gaps of funding for treatment uh, are and even get them connected with that funding themselves. Uh, Check-In Foundation also uh, is dedicated to providing some uh, mental health treatment, some actual uh, cost. Uh, reimbursement and providing treatment f- uh, uh, for people um, in those communities who would otherwise not have access to uh, to therapy and other treatments. Now, April, this can be a very uncomfortable topic to discuss. Uh, when someone is feeling so depressed, 
What does it take for them to reach out and ask for help? Um, so, I mean, that's, that's a great question. It is very difficult for somebody that is experiencing, um, you know, depression or anxiety to um, reach out and ask for help. Sometimes it, it's not them asking for help. Sometimes it takes us saying, hey, you know, I, I noticed something is going on um, with you. You know, I haven't seen you at, you know, at the last group ride or I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. How's things going? And so, it's really encouraging everyone around our, you know, us to start that conversation. Um, and even though it's uncomfortable, we want to, you know, we want to encourage people to, to start that conversation because um, it's only uncomfortable because we don't talk about it. So if we start that conversation, it actually will allow that person that is going through that, that experience to, to be like, oh, wow, this person really does care. And they're really interested in helping, and and I can share this, and they're and they're not going to judge me, and and so we we do encourage that conversation with with everyone that you are around. Um, so yeah, it's it's not a fun conversation, but we we want to change the dynamics of that conversation. And Adam, I I want to stay on this topic a little bit longer because again, I think starting that conversation it would be so difficult. Um, a good friend of yours that you could really help. Uh, you don't want to offend them by asking them something so personal. Um, how do you get over those barriers? Yeah, I can relate to that discomfort with uh, starting that conversation. But it's really a misunderstanding that people have that starting that conversation will somehow lead to a suggestion that a person hasn't even hasn't thought of already. When the reality is. By opening that conversation, it's a tremendous relief for people. They say, uh, one, they say, I don't have to say it. You just said it for me. Yes, I am thinking of killing myself. And they feel that they're not alone. They know that they have somebody that they can talk to. Having these thoughts of uh, wanting to kill yourself, oftentimes people feel like it's the last resort. It's not something that they actually want to do. It's just the only way that they can find to escape their pain. And simply starting that conversation is doing exactly that opposite. It's creating connection. It's not, you're no longer alone. You're no longer experiencing these feelings in isolation. And it is hard to say, to ask somebody, are you thinking of killing yourself? Are you feeling safe? Are you thinking of hurting yourself? But really, that's, you know, something that we can do to help uh, reduce that isolation, help increase that connection, and let people know that we care about them and that, we, uh, that we're there to support them. Now, April, one of the things that I associate with uh, people that have gone through someone committing suicide is there's, there seems to be kind of a reaction of, gosh, I never saw that coming. Are there some signs we could be looking for that uh, could avoid that? Yes. Um, just coming from my personal experience, I can relate to, um, wow, I never saw that coming. Um, yes, there's the signs that we can um, be aware of, and, and some of those signs are, um, you know, isolation, somebody that you may hang out with um, quite a bit, just start slowly pulling away. You don't hear from them as much. You don't see them as often. Um, you can also, if you notice somebody that is um, starting to um, 
give things a value of there is a way is another sign, um, you know, behavior um, patterns, if they're starting to to um, have some dangerous behavior patterns, if that's uh, um, like substance abuse or um, just, I, I know somebody that um, was mountain biking erratically. <laughs> they weren't, they didn't care if they were wearing a helmet, um, you know, things like that. So those are some signs that'd be like, oh, like this is really not your normal behavior. So those are some things that you can, you, you can notice and, and be aware of. Um, and Adam definitely can add a little bit more to what, the, what I've said as well. So Specifically, the signs and symptoms, uh, you can notice the way that people are talking about themselves and how they're feeling, which is being a burden, feeling trapped, uh, experiencing unbearable pain, uh, saying they have no reason to live, or even saying killing themselves. The behaviors that April mentioned as well, such as increased substance use, uh, seeking methods and means, so access to whichever, however they're planning to or thinking about uh, killing themselves, that recklessness that April mentioned as well, certainly a lot of withdrawal from activities that they typically engaged in before, isolation from friends and family, excessive sleep, saying goodbye, uh, and giving possessions away are also some of those later signs that are really imminent. And then, again, aggression as well. Specific changes in mood and include depression, loss of interest, uh, rage, irritability, um, feeling if they had experiences of humiliation or really increased symptoms of anxiety. Now, I want to continue with this as well, and I'd love for you both to jump in on this. Um, but say you see these uh, signs in me. We're good friends. Uh, you're getting concerned. You address this topic with, with me, and I just kind of blow you off. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't go there. Um, you're really having a bad feeling here. Would it be okay for you to contact the check-in foundation and then someone from the foundation would contact me? How does that work? It's definitely an option. Um, the important thing to do is keeping that conversation open. Uh, people, friends, family, uh, coworkers, anybody in your community, if you're worried about uh, somebody and you believe that they're uh, at increased risk for it, it, it increased risk for uh, suicide is that they can absolutely reach out to check in foundation. One of the best uh, tools that people can be uh, armed with in the community is the resources that we have available to us. You know that we have the nationwide suicide prevention hotline. Uh, we have the Colorado Crisis Services. And Check-In Foundation has these listed on our webpage. Um, there's, these are places that people can go and talk. They are anonymous uh, and confidential. And they can also uh, offer other more direct resources uh, specific to uh, people in terms of getting connected with a therapist or uh, a physician uh, to prescribe medications. April? Yes, absolutely. Um, people can reach out to the Check-In Foundation if um, we are even their first, you know, uh, line of defense to help them get somebody down to, um, just like what Adam mentioned, getting them connected to the resources within our community. Um, we have experienced this as a foundation, and we have um, helped numerous people get the resources that they um 
needed at that moment. So if somebody's like, I don't know who to call, I'm unsure, you know, we do definitely encourage you to just reach out to us and then we can help that individual get um, connected. And and Adam is a a huge resource for the foundation. We um, obviously connect with Adam right away and Adam can get us um, the, the immediate resources that are necessary to get that person the help that they need. Adam, what's the prevalence of suicidal tendencies or suicidal feelings among the middle school, high school age group? Um, well, it's actually uh, the first leading cause of death for in Colorado, uh, the first leading cause of death for ages 10 to 14, and it's the second leading cause of death for ages 15 to 44. And Colorado ranks ninth in the nation for suicide, uh, which is really high. And overall in Colorado, it is the seventh leading cause of death uh, for people uh, across the state. Uh, They say statistically on average, uh, one person dies by suicide every eight hours in the state of Colorado, which is pretty significant. That's three people a day that we lose that if connected to resources, uh, may have been uh, incre- absolutely preventable. Well, April, it sounds like you provide just an incredible resource for all of us. Uh, how do we contact the Check-In Foundation? Uh, you, there's an, uh, multiple ways you can contact the Check-In Foundation. You can go to our website directly, which is just www.checkinfoundation.com. Um, That's one way. We are on all the social media networks as well, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, even LinkedIn. So that's another way. And if you want to private message us, you can do that. We'll get with, you know, usually back to you within a couple of minutes. Um, You can also contact um, us through email, um, which is my email is april.page at checkinfoundation.com or info at checkinfoundation.com. Um, that's another way you can reach us. Um, so we're, we're, we're very available to anybody that needs to get in touch with the foundation. And Adam, any closing thoughts for us? Absolutely. Um, even though this is a significant um, issue in the state of Colorado, is that there's really great news and there's a lot of great help out there. Um, this is a, a preventable uh, experience happening uh, in Colorado with our youth and across the nation. The National Suicide Prevention Line, which is 1-800-273-TALK, uh, and the Colorado Crisis Service, uh, which is 1-844-493-TALK, that's 8255, um, are really great resources for people. Um, and that by opening the conversation, getting people connected to the resources that, that, that they need is the best way and a way to prevent uh, this absolute tragedy that um, people unfortunately go through on a daily basis. And we will have those numbers uh, put into our synopsis of the podcast so that uh, you have those in front of you. And uh, April will also include those emails in the synopsis of the podcast. And April, in closing, can you just really tell us how the Check-In Foundation and the Colorado League are connected? Yes. 
I actually was a coach for Highlands Ranch um, Cycling. Well, it, at the time it was Highlands Ranch Composite, now Highlands Ranch Cycling um, back in 2014 and um, was there a coach for the, that season, and then in 2015, um, my partner, Clay Watson, and I uh, were part of the Colorado High School Cycling League's um, race crew, and in 2016, he took his life. So, um, you know, Kate Rao and the high school league, just they embraced me as a person in my loss and, and their loss. It was a huge loss for the league as well, and uh when I started the foundation, Kate and I put our brains together and, and it just made the most sense to have this partnership to be able to work with the kids in the high school league. Um, the Check-In Foundation, we often go to mountain bike practices for the teams um, with the league and we will talk to the um, mountain bike teams about suicide and mental health as well as ride bikes with them at their practices. So it just overall is... Um, a wonderful partnership to promote um, healthier minds. And that's something both the foundation and the league um, both are super passionate about. April Page, Adam Tannenbaum of the Check-In Foundation. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. For Colorado League Radio, I'm George Thomas. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Ned Fulmer. And I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> I don't have a big guy. <laughs> we talk to some experts. We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to <laughs> go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST, A-cast. 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 recommends. <laughs>